Hello and welcome back to the RC Fitcast. If you didn't see, I was on the drums there, uh, drumming out to the intro. Uh, it's been a minute. Jesse, Andy, welcome back. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Grinch games today. We just had those. And then how to stay healthy during the holidays. We'll have a couple tips for that. But first, I would just like to say, everybody, give us a five-star rating. Subscribe to the podcast. Share it with your friends. This one's going to be really good, especially uh, talking about the workouts that we just did this past weekend at the Grinch Games. Uh, but right now, let's uh, you know we're heading into the holidays. We just had Thanksgiving. We just gorged ourselves on you know three or four plates of food all in one day. Took in all the calories. What are some tips and tricks, Jess, to get through the holidays? feeling good about yourself and not having to do new, a new year, new me, but we can stay same you new year, continuing to get better. Yes. So I think the biggest thing is to not have guilt about the foods that you eat, eat the food. Don't carry shame and guilt about eating the food. Um, so many of my family's traditions are centered around food. Um, and I look forward to my family Christmas parties for all the foods that I only get that my great aunt makes this dip that I love. And I get it once a year at this family party and it's my favorite thing. Um, so I think the first thing is I really like to focus on keeping um, foods rather than in a good versus bad food category, thinking of foods as a sometimes food versus an everyday food because cake is not a bad food. Every single person, even if you're diabetic, should be able to have a slice of cake every once in a while. Mm -hmm. The decision of eating cake every day or eating an entire cake in a day is a bad decision, <laughs> right? Yes, yes. It happens to the best of us, okay? But <laughs> I, I'm like thinking my birthday cake, it's fine. Um, <laughs> But don't like, like I, I to my family parties, I think we need to think about, um, I, sorry, I started thinking about my birthday cake and I got distracted. <laughs> um, it's so good, you guys. Um, but having a healthy relationship with food and not having good food versus bad food is huge to me. Um, I like to go to my family parties with something that I know is a good choice for me that I can eat a lot of and that my kids will for sure eat. So my go-to is always a veggie tray. Every family party, every friend get together. I have a huge platter and I load it with veggies and a homemade ranch um, that I think that way, at least I know I'm getting vegetables and then I can go over to my aunt's shrimp dip and eat a lot of chips with it. So I feel like I just kind of balance yeah. it out a little bit. There you go. Um, <clears throat> the other thing that I really like to think about is quality over quantity. So mm. a few months ago, I had two weddings to go to in the same day. Um, one wedding had a bunch of their refreshments that they had were like lemon bars and brownies and pumpkin squares but they were like all from a box from the, you know, 
I was just like, mm. and I knew the other wedding we were going to was going to have good desserts because their family owns mm. Taggart's. So I knew the dessert, like <laughs> I knew. So instead, like everyone was eating all the desserts and I love pumpkin bars and I love lemon bars and I love all the things that were there. But like from a, from the grocery store, I'm not going to love it, but homemade ones, I'm going to go after that one. So to me, I'm going to choose the one that I'm really going to enjoy the most and save that splurge for the best option. Does that make sense? Best, so I'm not just going to eat like, yeah, like I'm just not going to eat like a cookie with sprinkles. It's like a sugar cookie with like sprinkles, but no frosting from the grocery mm -hmm. store. But you take me to Brookie Bakes and I'm going to order a Jimmy Doodle and eat that bad boy all day long. So do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very, so yes, choose very wisely. Don't just eat it because it's there. Like, exactly. if you're going to have something, choose it because you really love it and you want to enjoy it. Not just, well, I should have a dessert. Right. Everyone's having dessert. Let me have dessert. Even I if it's have not dessert. a good yeah. dessert. Yeah. yeah. Well, then speaking of desserts and treating yourself, for those of you that were there at the Grinch Games this last weekend, you may or may not have seen someone on this podcast <laughs> that you wouldn't think eat a donut. No. Sit there in the back of the sit there in the back of the gym and just all of a sudden mash a mash a whole donut and I don't know, three bites. So Andy, <laughs> let, so tell me about tell me about what you think about the holidays. And I mean we can we all get it. It was at the end of the it was at the end of the day. We just done three workouts. <clears throat> I needed calories. We needed calories. <laughs> I understand that. So give, you can give us some insight. Give us some insight. No, my family's very similar to to Jesse's, uh, just like I'm sure a lot of families are. Uh, activities, get-togethers are centered around food. It's always been like that. Um, so holidays, I expect it, and I look forward to it, honestly. Um, <laughs> powered by donuts. That's awesome, Dan. <clears throat> yeah. Shout out to Harmon's Maple Buttercream Donuts. <laughs> they are the bomb. Oh, they are so good. Anyways, um, yeah, so I look forward to our get-togethers. Just like I, I already, I'm already looking forward to our, our Christmas dinner that we're planning right now because I completely missed out on Thanksgiving, having COVID over Thanksgiving. So, Aww. yeah, that's one way to not eat so much. I didn't get to enjoy that. But so I will make up for it at Christmas time. Uh, my mantra is definitely you got you got to splurge every now and then or else mm -hmm. – um, or else you're gonna you're just gonna go overboard too often if you don't plan it out it's better to plan it out you know so i look forward to whatever get together i know is coming up that is going to have some good quality food i agree jesse it's got to be quality food i show mm -hmm. up to a lot of activities too or store-bought and i just i i've tried it in the past and i'm like i'm not gonna waste my time on that you know yeah um but i'm i'm a little uh I take a little bit different approach, just me personally, when I go and I know I'm going to splurge like on a Christmas dinner and desserts and all that stuff. I, I probably go a little too overboard and make myself feel sick. And then I just don't want the food for weeks. Right? Another year. I mean, that's one way to do it. It's probably not the best way, but that's kind of, you know, enjoy it, but know that it's just going to be a one-time thing 
or, you know, a, a while longer before you do it again. Another thing on that note is, you know, around the holidays, uh, certain emotions come out for, for some people, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and, you know, me personally, I'm an emotional eater. A lot of people are, and, you know, that kind of ramps up during the holidays, especially for me. So I really have to watch myself. So to kind of counteract that, I just ramp up my gym time. Um, I, I have extra days off around the holidays. So I just take that opportunity to do some two a days or make sure you're going at least once a day, you know? Um, and I always look at whatever splurge that may be of dessert or whatever. Um, me personally, I take it out on myself and punish myself in the gym the next day. That's, I'm just weird like that, but yeah. I think that's Not a sure. great Don't thing forget to go to, to the make, gym. Don't forget to go to the gym, but also don't forget your steps. Because yeah. a lot of times mm -hmm. you're like, people are like, I'm so busy during the day. For me, like my family, one of our traditions is making Christmas candies, like, like old school, like grandmas make, like we make turtles and divinity and fudge and, and peanut brittle. And that's an entire day of cooking. So I can't we don't go to the gym that day and I'm walking back and forth in a kitchen and mostly just standing over the stove stirring all day. But that night, I'm going to for sure make sure I get all of my steps in, if nothing else. So even if you can't make it to the gym, watch your steps, get all of those in, go for a walk. It's going to get cold, but like bundle up and go for a nice walk. Chris Bear is sure nice. Yeah. Don't say, I didn't make it to the gym. I'm feeling bad. I'm going to eat some more food. I'm an emotional eater at Christmas too. I get it. Or just start the day with a thousand burpees and you don't feel guilty later on when you're splurging. Ooh. You won't be able to <laughs> lift your arms to Maybe eat 200. anything. <laughs> All right, How about you, Casey? Good. Oh man, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll dovetail off both of you guys. I don't have too many great tips and tricks. I don't, uh, I don't usually do too well around the holidays. Um, but uh, what I found, I guess uh, I can say when, since I've been traveling a lot, um, really focusing on the quality of food that I'm putting in my body um, versus quantity of food. It's been, uh, I've now found a couple of different uh, restaurants I like to go to. This is kind of more of an in general advice than um, holiday advice, but yeah, making sure you're working out in whatever capacity, um, continuing to move throughout the day. And then also, you know, spending time with your family, but not, uh, not overeating, right? If you have a big enough family or uh, if other people are going back for seconds, you don't always have to. Um, and if people are going back for seconds, like, uh, you know, take, take the veggies, um, maybe a couple more times over uh, an extra set of cookies. So, um, that's all I have to say about that. Not really a whole lot. Um, you guys have much better insight than I on this one. Um, but yeah, very good listeners. This is, uh, uh, that's the uh, short quick to the point how to get through the holidays uh gym style rc fit style <laughs> but yeah uh, you know keep remembering going to the gym but uh speaking of the gym speaking of uh working out speaking of doing a lot of workouts right we had three workouts we put together for the grinch games and uh 
I don't know. We can kind of break this down. We can uh, throw up some videos right now, Dan, if we want to throw up the uh, start, start the rowing and we'll kind of talk through this workout and uh, we'll say, I'll kind of, I'll kind of prep each workout, I guess, about what um, we were thinking with each workout. So um, I had spent some time writing down some workouts uh, and then I passed them by Kevin and we tested a couple of them. Uh, this kind of little background and I saw you got a little bit of uh, inspiration from a couple of um, different workouts online across a couple of different competitions but so I had the idea to put together two rowers at 2500 meters each you had to row down within 10 minutes on each rower it kind of calculates out to a two minute pace on each so um, no slouch of a pace right so here's Andy rowing uh, on the screen in a classic uh, slow is smooth, smooth is fast pace. So Andy, when this workout got released, what did you, what'd you think? And what, what kind of went through your mind? Oh, strategy, trying to figure out, especially because each team was made up of, you know, such a variety of fitness levels. You had to kind of strategize how you were going to, the main thing was keep both rowers kind of at the same um pace the, sa the same pace right like making yes. sure you're getting to zero at about the same time yes right? that was the that biggest was, thing yeah most definitely you know who are your strong rowers how are you going to match them up and how are you going to rotate if you were going to do that and so mm -hmm. yeah figuring all that was took a little bit of thought process Yep, that was, uh, and communication during that was kind of hard, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you're the first rower and you're trying to talk to people, you kind of end up, you know, obviously you're rowing about 500 meters, maybe 400 meters, maybe 600, depending on what you're doing. And it was, you know, it's a little bit hard. You're out of breath and you're trying to talk about transitioning and someone's really got to think while working out. And that was really the, the fun to watch and see teams go through that. Um, and then having to go through that ourselves was, uh, was really fun. Jess, what did you uh, like about the rowing aspect of that workout? Um, what did you find fun out of that? As a coach, I always tell people, slow down your pace, pull harder, and you will go faster. And there's a lot of people that that doesn't really click for them. And it wasn't until they watched Andy on the rower, Kevin was announcing and he said, I can't remember. I didn't quite hear like the meters that you were going, but he said, I could only hear like at 22 strokes. And what do you know what you were pulling there, Andy? He was pulling like a one, it was like a 137 and 139 somewhere in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like a 22 strokes kind a of, minute pace. Kevin had said that. And so people kind of turned their heads and I had multiple people come up to me after the work. Like it makes sense now how like he's going so much faster but he's going so slow. So I think that was a big moment because it just made so many athletes like have this aha moment, like I get it, it makes sense now. Um, <laughs> and it helped a lot of people, especially the heat after you, that I had a few athletes that had struggled with that before. And so it really helped them. And that was my favorite moment of like, and then I also loved a moment that I'm gonna let Casey share that he pointed out to me that was really funny to go back and watch on film, but I can't find the video now. Um, so there was one, well, the first heat <clears throat> when I was rowing, uh, 
and it also kind of happened in the second heat as well. But Taylor was rowing really, really hard, and I could hear him next to me. And then, uh, but he had rowed so hard and pushed off this the rower so hard that his butt slid off the seat and landed on the erg. And Chelsea, you can see in one of the videos that is up on the Instagram page, uh, Chelsea comes from behind and picks him up. And he's able to sit back on the rower and keep going. And then in the second heat, I was judging Andy's team, and Renee did the same thing. <laughs> Andy had jumped off, and Renee got on, and she was hammering. She was killing it. And then all of a sudden, you see her kind of do a, a double bump, and her, her butt's behind the seat. And she kind of looks back like, what do I do? And I said, hold on. <laughs> I lifted her up. We slid the seat back underneath her, and she was like, okay, thanks. You know, it just kept going. But uh, that was – uh, that was a really, really fun time. How it, you know, you're in the middle of competition and, uh, you know, all of a sudden things happen and you just kind of got to improvise and keep going with it. But, uh, second half of this workout. So uh, a big power, uh, big power driven workout, uh, this was right. So rowing and then into a lifting complex and the lifting complex, um, we kept uh, things not going overhead, so we wanted to kind of just people squatters out. We knew everyone would be kind of zapped from the row. Um, so the complex was a deadlift, a clean, however you wanted to do it, and then two front squats. So, um, Andy, when you saw this, did you have a number in your head that you were like, okay, I'm going to want to try to get to XYZ number for myself personally before – you know, like an ending number for the day. Like, did you have a, did you have an idea in your head? Yeah, initially I thought 205 I would definitely hit. Uh, that was my goal. 225 was kind of my aspiration. Um, like, if I hit that, I, I would be very pleased. But it's amazing – and I talked to a few different people about this, that this was like their first competition. It's amazing what that environment does for you and pumping you up and giving you that extra power and strength and energy oh, that you right. just wouldn't think that you would have, especially after rowing so much and just being exhausted. It took, I got, I got right off the rower and I took the first two minutes. I didn't lift. Oh yeah. I took the first two minutes just to get my breath back. Cause I was so exhausted. Um, but then, you know, I went 135, 185 up to two. I think I, then I just yeah, you went to right up to 225. And then it was really solid. good. It was a really good lift. And then you threw the tens on for 245. And that's what we're yeah, watching right here. Which was right at the right at the eight minutes, mm -hmm. unfortunately, because it felt really solid. I think I definitely could have taken one more attempt at a little bit more weight. Mm -hmm. But I, uh, yeah, I was I was happy with it. I understand that. Yeah, I had uh, the same the same idea. I really wanted a a knock on two hundred five was the idea because I knew um, with my team I knew I was probably gonna have to row pretty hard, and uh, I ended up rowing just over six hundred meters to end at to end, um, and I had to haul ass to get in um, to get that rower down to zero. So I actually same thing. I took two and a half to three minutes and I didn't lift at all. So I burned you know, three minutes worth of time to lift. But by that point I was able to get my breath back um, and get, uh, I ended up doing like a one, six, five, one, eight, five, and then a two fifteen lift. And then the two fifteen lift felt great. And I was really 
wishing I would have thrown 225 on, but um, you live and learn. Uh, you never knew, how, like you never know how strong your legs are gonna feel after that. And that row is just a big, big warm up. Um, for and the regret, for the regret was definitely doing <laughs> yeah. the workout the day before RX. <laughs> Those thirty cleaning jerks at one fifty five. Yeah, that would have hurt. They hurt on the rower. That hurt. That that that, so, uh, that would have hurt. Oh, I found the video of Taylor. Oh, where he falls off. Falling off. So if you watch all the way on, he's in the red shirt. There he is. Yeah. Oh, is this the right one? I think it's from the other angle. Maybe this isn't yeah, the right I video. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was from. It was further away. It was from the, the other angle. Was. Yeah. Yeah, that's not the one that I sent. Yeah, it's that yeah, one. It's this it's one down right here. At, you can see him right all here. the way at the end. It's hard to tell. Oh, Chelsea. Yeah, just you can see Chelsea. So she's just in the blue shirt. <laughs> Good so job, Dan. Sitting there right now. Zooming in there. Chelsea Whoop. comes over, Whoop steps up. up. <laughs> <laughs> Seamless. Renee oh, said that man. before she even realized what had happened, she like she's like, and someone was just scooping me up and putting me back on. <laughs> Close up of the glitter. <clears throat> yeah, it's the glitter beard. Oh man. But yeah, it was great to see. Uh mm -hmm. shout out to Christian on my team. He uh he was like, Man, I've my my heaviest squat clean ever was two hundred pounds. And he does the whole complex at 200 pounds and here's tiger fighting through a lift that's not slow motion that is oh yeah she was her stuck there for like five fighting, seconds <laughs> fighting through the stick crazy point. <laughs> that was impressive the oh, thing i man. loved about this is that that is the example of a one rep that is finding yep. your one rep when you are going so slow like that like she is grinding the entire way out of that squat. She cannot do anymore. There's she left it all out there. And that was that was my favorite lift of the day. That was so awesome. And how sure form wasn't breaking down during it too. She stayed upright, driving the knees yeah. out, incorporating every muscle that you can to hit that lift. So that was really, really cool. Really, really cool. Yeah. So workout one down in the books. It was a power <laughs> workout right and so workout number two was pretty fun because we incorporated a lot of synchronization uh that was the whole goal to um to the grinch games this year because it's a team competition and we wanted to see teams work together and even if it's people from different times of day you know how well are people going to work together so wad two was four rounds of you go i go uh teams of two so it's really only two rounds per person so you can do 60 synchro wall balls to the target. So, um, or passing wall balls to the target. So we stood two people at a target and we passed them back and forth. And then we have 20 synchro burpees and 10 synchro deadlifts. So the deadlift was kind of fun where one athlete on the team did 185, two athletes on the team had to do 135. And then another athlete on the team did 95. So with your two athletes, athlete one and two 
would go and one athlete would do 85 and one would do 135 and then the others would two would go and uh you would do 95 and 135 and the wall ball targets were 10 foot nine foot and wall ball weights were 14 and 10 so i wanted to make sure everyone could do this as well as i didn't really want people to rest right because only 30 wall balls when you're splitting 60 up between two people and it's only two rounds of it so this was it you're passing the wall ball back and forth between each other so you're getting a good amount of rest between each um movement here so and most again, people I'll win unbroken you, yeah so that was the whole point was to see people go unbroken and that was really really cool to see people challenge themselves and go unbroken and it was like christian and i were talking to each other and he was letting me know how he was doing okay i'm still doing good i'm still doing good and uh you know it's it's always a fun time to see people push themselves right like a lot of people rolling out their their quads after this workout because had a lot of a lot of not a lot of squatting but you know 60 squats is a good amount of squats in a short amount of time so when you saw this again strategy right was very important but what else did you think Mm -hmm. uh when this workout came out i on the wall ball specifically i i was trying to strategize to see how we could go unbroken and and in all honesty i think almost everybody did Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. because you get that little bit of a break i've done this a lot of times i've done a lot of paired up wall ball tosses like this and just my through my experience i know that you get that just that quick breath in between you can Mm -hmm. you can go a lot longer Mm -hmm. um and people just don't realize it but uh the synchro burpees were interesting uh trying to you know especially i i appreciate your your standard there because you could have gone different ways with the standard you know like having mm-hmm. to end up at the top together or whatever but i liked how your standard was leaving the floor together um that you know gave us a little bit of leeway as to how we wanted to kind of approach that workout yeah like how i really wanted to be like okay i want people to be even if someone's fast right they can wait on the bottom for somebody else right Mm -hmm. and then all you got to do is everyone both people have to have their chest on the ground at the same time and then you can jump up whenever you want so um or step up or whatever you need to do so it's a little bit better than having like someone just standing there waiting for like Mm -hmm. you know then it's doesn't and also i wanted somewhat visually appealing right Oh, here's a bunch of looks of no reps. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was a that was a fun one to think about. And we actually tested this workout at uh, at 15 burpees. But Kevin, and I thought it was not enough, right? 15 was kind of like the breaking point of saying, okay, you know, we had less wall balls and less burpees and then we were like wait if we're swapping like this we want it to kind of be a engine workout instead of a power workout because the first one was a power workout so here we are let's add more burpees add a couple more wall balls get people a little bit more gassed and then throw them on a not so heavy barbell that people can just rip off the ground so um and just move through so that was pretty uh that was pretty fun and then yeah like being able to see synchro deadlifts I thought it was a move uh, that's not a thruster. So I feel like if we would have put a thruster in there, people would have hated my guts. So <laughs> here we are with the deadlift. <laughs> Jess, it was what a did great you like? program. Great yeah, program. What did you like about this workout? What? How did you? Uh, how did you feel watching people go through this? 
it was really fun for me to watch this one. Um, people were really happy through the wall balls and they were like, you know, having a good time while their partner was doing them. They came off them off the wall balls, really happy. Um, and even throughout the workout, like I don't feel like anybody got too crushed. Taylor puked after every workout. Um, <laughs> it's just what he does. He pukes in like a workout every day, like all the time. Um, <clears throat> so this is not an abnormal thing for him, but it was really fun to watch people who maybe had lifted like 150 before and they went to the 135 barbell and did all of those reps. Then they were like, I'll mm -hmm. try it. I don't know how it's going to go. And you know, my aunt Renee, I have to give a shout out to her because she's 73 years old and crushed it. she was like, I think I can lift 95 pounds. Never done that before, but I'll try it. Like she doesn't want to use her age to say, I don't think I can do that. Like, mm -hmm. so she was like, I think I'll be, I will see what happens. And so she found a weight that worked for her and she did it. Like Andy, you saw her, she was on your team and 85 I pounds pretty well. Yeah. Every, every round unbroken on the deadlifts. Yeah. Crushed it. She, uh, realized on the first workout, you know, it was her first competition that she's ever done. She didn't, she just signed up a few months ago to do CrossFit and she came off the rower and she, after the workout number one, she was like, I did not even think about form on that lift. And so I think I had some nerves and now I need to focus and I'm going to focus on my deadlift. So I think it'll be okay. So it was good. Um, but it was fun to see people hit all of those deadlifts that they didn't think they were going to be able to, or they just had never tried before. Mm -hmm. So I liked it. It was good. Very good. <clears throat> all right. Wraps up, wraps up workout number two and then workout number three, we released it to everyone in the gym, uh, at Grinch games, no pre information at all. Um, a lot of people wondered, was there going to be a bike? I mean, we love, I love to end things with the bike. It's just so good um, as far as just a finisher, <clears throat> like a little crusher, if you will. But we had never, one thing Kevin and I spoke about was that we have never incorporated uh, a heavy bit of gymnastics into Grinch games. It's always been something we've steered away from. And this year we added pull-ups to the Grinch games. Um, and then we added, uh, so it was, it was a one person going at a time. We had to accumulate 200 pull-ups or ring rows. So one athlete on the team did ring rows or sorry, one athlete did pull-ups. The other athletes did ring rows. The athletes worked for 30 second intervals. And if you could go for the full 30 seconds, you went for the full 30 seconds. And then if not, you took a little bit of break and tried to get as many reps in as 30 in 30 seconds that you can. And then your other athletes were there just waiting to go on the ring rows. So um, once you got done with that, we did 30 synchronized ab mat sit-ups with the med ball. Um, the whole team working together. So two people on one side, two people on the other went. <clears throat> and then we did plyo skiers, a total of 160. And then we ended with 200 calories for the entire team on one bike. And then on the bike, we had one minute intervals. Um, it was great. I'll have a short story on that uh, when we get to those one minute intervals. But starting out with the pull-ups, 30 second intervals. What'd you think, Andy, about the 30 second intervals 
of work. I was excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I love pull-ups, so I knew I was going to go balls to the wall for the full 30 seconds. Butterfly pull-ups don't let go of the bar and see mm -hmm. how many I could get. And you, Your team crushed it. I'm uh, you see in the video here. I'm I chose to kip for the majority of the uh, pull-ups. I would actually turn over my shoulder, and if I got to like <clears throat> 17 seconds and I was feeling pretty good, um, I started to do some butterfly just to get uh, a rep or two more than I would. But for the most part, that was my uh, that was my pace. Shocker, Kevin and I look very similar uh, pace-wise on those kipping pull-ups, but. Uh, yeah, that, I saw you working and getting through your pull-ups, and I was like, oh, man, you guys are absolutely crushing that part of the workout. It was just – I think you guys finished all those We finished two minutes faster than the first heat. Yeah, I was like, good. Crazy. It was like 4.30, and you guys were on the ground already doing – ab math and i would my my mind was like oh no you're breaking my programming like <laughs> my programming is going down the toilet <laughs> it was but then insane. getting to the the bike knowing that we had the bike last i was having flashbacks of last year grinch games <laughs> of the final events oh, falling off that year, bike last year we did uh amount of calories right in the time frame right so that wrecks you a little bit more than we're getting two calories as fast as possible so i didn't really want to do that i didn't want to set like a time frame of like 20 minutes right and then people just get to the bike and they're they're there for six minutes or something like that that been i definitely yeah i liked i liked how you programmed mm -hmm. it it definitely made it more doable yeah 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 Easier so approach. Uh, let's talk about uh the plyo skier this is a new <laughs> movement to the grinch games uh and we saw some pretty cool teams getting through it uh dan can you throw up the pic the video of jordan and mike on here and i think jordan's just laughing or smiling the entire time <laughs> he's doing this look at him go <laughs> oh man oh no if we get hear the music, he's probably going to the beats. I know, right? They were. It was, it was so, so great. good. Yeah, look at him go. So this is a uh, plyo skier. Your uh, a foot can stay up on the box the whole time, and if you wanted to, you can step up and over. Um, it's it's really just we just wanted people to get up and over the box. As you can tell, uh, for the people watching that weren't there, this was a synchronized movement. Uh, for the majority of this workout, it was synchronized. So. Um, and then Jordan would have switched the box that Mike is on. Mike goes away, and then another athlete comes in from the side. It was a rotation through. Any athlete could go as long as they wanted, just uh, your partner had to go with you. So, um, Jess, on this movement, what uh, besides these guys doing it as fast as lightning, what did you like about this one? You know, I was really nervous that someone was going to go down. Was gonna on eat this. It. Like I was just like, yeah. yeah, I for sure thought someone was gonna fall. Um especially after you know the rowing at the beginning, going into those heavy lifts, coming off of more squats on wall balls. I was a little nervous. And honestly, I was just happy that no one did. <laughs> <laughs> um I was just like the whole time I was just like, okay, come on, please don't fall. Um, but it was really fun to see people pushing themselves. Like you could tell it was always one partner was like 
come on, let's go. Like cheering their partner on. Um, mm-hmm. And I loved that they were synchro because of that. Like, I love that it was such a team movement that one person was always, they were always, teams were always talking. They were yeah. always talking and really communicating together. And I think it was a really fun, like team building day. I loved this. Yeah, one. we didn't, I thought this was uh, really we didn't fun want just one person. This movement would have been really easy for one person to take, uh, to take over and do a lot of reps. Right. And so you mm-hmm. needed at least two people to do that. And for the most part of those two people, right. One's going to get more tired than the other. And that person mm-hmm. has to go back to back. So mm-hmm. it, there was some, there was a little bit of strategy to be mixed in, but also, um, yeah, your whole team had to work together in this. And, uh, you know, if you were just on there for five reps, you just got to let the other person know, Hey, five reps or 10 reps or eight reps, you know, we just, yeah, that's what we got to do. And we're just going to keep moving. You know, it was a uh, mm-hmm. conversation, communication, well, on the move. <clears throat> so that was, uh, yeah, that was, a, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was good. And when I Kevin think- and I tested that one, we were like, Oh, this is going to be kind of fun. So it, it yeah. was, it was cool yeah. to see it happen all in front of us. Yeah. And I think the other thing that I really love about competitions, um, is that people realize how much more they can push themselves in mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Like, yep. you know, Taylor, <laughs> most people probably shouldn't push themselves as much as they did on Saturday. Like this, you can't work out like that every single day. Um, but you know, like once you've gone to this place, you know, that you can do more every single day in a workout. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so on the video <laughs> here, this is Adam. He was finishing for his team. Uh, he ended up being, uh, his turn up on the bike and by golly, he was close enough to that 200 calorie mark that he blasted off somewhere in the neighborhood of like 1600 Watts. Which is absolutely yeah. bananas because I think the highest I've ever gotten one of those bikes is a thousand <laughs> or something like that, which was extremely hard. But he was laying down a crazy amount of wattage and they he got on that bike and it sounded like it was literally going to take off. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden they were done with their calories. And so huge, huge on Adam to finish out, finish out like that. Um, it was fun to see him. He, you know. Adam came from the gym. Uh, he was at one time a part owner in the gym, but he actually won the first to 50 um, bike challenge from Assault Bike. Uh, from the entire world, he was the fastest guy to do it. I think it was like 17 seconds or something. 17 like that. seconds. 50 calories. So it was unreal. With like He would put weights on the four corners to hold the bike down because obviously he can put down some serious speed on there. So um, – really really awesome to see that and it's just efforts like this that showed up on the bike everywhere right it had been this is the very end of the third workout of a long day and people are still putting out this amount of effort which was killer so killer yeah it was fun this is one of my favorite moments of the whole competition oh yeah like oh, yeah. and Adam on the bike is so impressive. There really wasn't any strategy to the last, this no. last movement. It was just the transitions was the strategy. Be quick on the transitions. But as far as rotating people through, it's like 
you're going to get your turn three or four times. So just keep going, keep going, just keep going. And... Yep. Don't give it all on the first one, but start to give it all on the second one. And if you end up back there on a third one, hammer home. It is, uh, that was, that was my, um, mental aspect to it. So it was, you know, I, I pretty much left it out there on that second time around because I was like, okay, I'm going to get us close enough that two more people can get us there, you know? So mm -hmm. it was, uh, but man, it was a fun, that one was a really fun workout. I love chippers. Um, that one was a lot of, uh, Kevin had a lot of influence on that workout. That one didn't come out all the way out at the top of my head. Look at Kevin's face. <laughs> <laughs> that is how we all felt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. That is great. If you guys are listening on, uh, on podcasts right now, you find the video on, uh, YouTube and skip to this point about 40 minutes in and you'll see Kevin's face. It's, uh, it's fantastic. Um, with Adam on the bike, but, uh, we'll go around, uh, Andy closing thoughts on Grinch games of our, of our review here. Uh, it was a blast. I was most impressed just with everybody's efforts with your programming that you came up with Casey. I think it was, uh, honestly, very fair across the board and, and really, you know, created some team cohesion and, um, teamwork, uh, that we had to really work together to get through the, each event. And so it was a blast, uh, really brought the, the box closer together. Perfect. Perfect. Jess, final thoughts, Grinch games. Um, I love that we had so many teams this year. I feel like that were people from different classes that had never met. There's less crossover now. So, you know, most, a lot of people don't know anybody else than that comes to their class. So mm -hmm. I think like Andy said, just the community building is really my favorite part of Grinch games. Yep. And uh, Dan, if you could throw up the, the big picture of everybody, um, oh, oh, this is the community, community, lo community love about WAD 3. <clears throat> Tiffany uh, telling me I'm number one. <laughs> that was a great picture. There's another one of me laughing. I have my head thrown back and I'm like laughing. So and great. The, I think Jess grabs that picture from behind Tiff's shoulder or something like that. That was yeah. great. But yeah, I would say my uh, my favorite part was the 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 turnout that we had, uh, the athletes that we had working. Um, it was great. I know a couple of teams got shuffled around, but all the teams ended up. It seemed like everyone ended up really really fair. Had a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I mean, look at the turnout. Uh, great turnout. We had uh, nine teams and uh, about thirty six people um out of athletes and then we had like casey stringham was there judging all day long man that guy is uh he is about it uh helping us all out and uh really happy and thankful for everyone that showed up all the judges that helped all the athletes that judged that helped um and everyone that really laid it out there and had such a such a good time it was amazing it was fun to get the community back together and like you said to yeah. have AM people meet PM people and mm -hmm. everyone mingle and talk and see, and there's people like, uh, that, that swung through the gym, uh, to say hi that day. Right. So it was, 
it was really, really awesome. Um, oh, and then here's the podium all the way across. Oh, Andy, you're, you're up, you're up there on the podium. Look at you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, shout out to, oh man, I wish I had the team names. That would have been good. I'm not prepared. Okay. I got him. Hold oh, on. Oh, Jess has got him. Give me like one minute and I can get him. Um, okay. I thought of one more thing that I really love about the Grinch games. <clears throat> um, Oh shoot! Maybe I don't have their team names. Maybe I can think of them. Okay. Oh, team Dan, six. Um, Dan's telling me six. it's the Stocking Smashers, and I know that we were the Stocking Squad, and then Team Six. And that's so it. and Team yeah. Six. There we go. The shout out to uh, to to all of the, the winners. Winners there. Um. Uh, to get their name on. Multiple trophy. people. Go, Jess. Said, I have a goal today. I don't know if it's like a reasonable goal at all, but I want to like hit this number on a lift or I want to, you know, I battle this person in the gym. Usually we're similar and I want to beat them on this lift or I want to beat them. I want to get more calories on the rower or, or more meters on the row. Like, but it was fun to see that competitiveness come out in people. And I loved that. Oh yeah. I mean, that's kind of why we all do this deep down inside sometimes. For sure. I've kind of faded away from that, but it's just fun to throw down some serious watts or calories every once in a while and make people go, whoa. So it's a good time. <laughs> I think it's fun to win. Yeah, winning's good. <laughs> winning's fun. Winning's good. Well, and on that note, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll wrap the uh the holiday episode we could just call it that i don't know uh that recaps grinch games that gets us through the holidays um as we all leave friends share this episode with uh, with your friends your family your your teenage kids uh get them listening to to this instead of hip-hop i don't know um <laughs> and then uh, uh give us a five-star rating subscribe to us uh, we're going to do an, a little bit of an interview uh, with some new coaches, hint, hint, uh, next week. Uh, and we'll release that one before uh, the Christmas break. We'll break for Christmas. Um, but we're still going to be getting some fitness in. So uh, we'll let you guys know uh, the uh, the schedule coming up on Wattify. Uh, yeah, everyone. Oh, I do want to say everyone – Log your scores in Wattify. I don't see much of that anymore, and I want to talk about it on here. So log your scores in Wattify, friends. But uh, on that note, stay healthy, my friends. Have a great day, evening, night, morning, whenever you're listening to this. And uh, get to the gym today. Bye.